live streaming is on. Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is April the 16th, 2020. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Unconfiscatable. Kabit. Don't complain. Conviction. Be a unique beast. All right, dudes. Welcome to your home for Bitcoin insider information, baby. Hello, my elite friends. Questions and answers. I got the questions. No, you've got the questions. I've got questions, but I've got answers also. So you ask me the questions. Tomorrow, this week in Bitcoin, Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. in Los Angeles. Brecky Von Bitcoin, David Bennett returns, and Stefan Labera is coming in from Australia. We're in Sydney, Australia. It'll be 9 a.m. on Saturday morning. But in Baltimore, it'll be Friday, 7 p.m. in Los Angeles, 4 p.m. Friday, tomorrow. All right, this week in Bitcoin, best guest in the freaking space. Let's talk about a dude that hasn't been on the show before. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Armstrong of Coinbase. Uh, he tweeted out quite an interesting chart, which reminded me of a question I received on yesterday's show. Link to below, disruptmeister.com. You'll get all the recent shows, sportsmeister.com. You can listen to the shows. Follow me on Twitter at TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. But someone asked me yesterday, well, uh, you think a lot of people are going to use their $1,200 United States stimulus check? to buy Bitcoin. And I said, it's, if you already have Bitcoin, it's more likely, uh, the more Bitcoin you have, the more likely you're going to use that check to buy uh, some Bitcoin. Now, Brian Armstrong's chart shows that right after the, right around the same time, the United States said they were going to give everybody a $1,200 check that there was a, a, you see the chart, it's, it's linked to below a huge spike it like quadrupled the amount of Bitcoin purchases for $1,200 and $1,200 deposits on Coinbase. So when, once people heard they were going to get $1,200, they spent that $1,200 before they even got it or they just sent it to, to Coinbase. So that's a really interesting, really interesting chart. So there are plenty of people who were thinking just like the dude who asked me the question last night. Uh, Clearly, if uh, you're already on Coinbase, you probably already bought some Bitcoin. So just like I said, the rich are getting richer. But hey, man, you value your wealth in Bitcoin. I'm glad that my fellow rich Bitcoin people are getting richer. They know $1,200 check is a coming. Turn that into real money, into Bitcoin. All right. So thank you, Brian Armstrong. That's your best tweet ever. <laughs> Some people probably think that's his best tweet ever. Wow, he, he's one of the villains uh, of uh, Bitcoin Twitter. You got to say that. He's been sent to the Inquisition a few times. Whoa, pound that like button. You know, back in the days of the real Inquisition, uh, if, you're, uh, if your neighbors uh, didn't smell you cooking a pig, uh, they, they uh, thought that you weren't a true uh, Christian, that you didn't really convert, and they, you got sent to the Inquisition. What a terrible time to be alive and uh, be Jewish back then. What a horrible time. Anyway, anyway, uh, but now we got piggy banks on our freaking uh, shirts. All right. I'm, I'm combining it all. Bitcoin Inquisition, eating pigs. I don't eat pigs. 
now, oh, what a terrible, terrible time to live in Spain. 1492, right? Uh, okay, now, uh, Barry Silbert. I think Barry Silbert, just like me, we would have both been kicked out of Spain in 1492, right? That's when we our people got kicked out. I think he's what I am, isn't he? I, I don't know. Um, one who doesn't eat the pig or isn't supposed to eat the pig. Um, okay, yeah. So Barry Silbert's uh, his grayscale. I don't know if he is of my uh, religion. Is he? He's got. It sounds like his last name's of my religion. Silbert. He might not be. I, I don't know. It, it doesn't matter. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube, there are a lot of people that do care of what people say about my religion. Passover just ended, too, uh, a few hours ago. Uh, but, oh, man, you hear the blood libels against us, what, what we were, what we what we did during Passover. Oh, God, the, the horrible things. But, no, I mean, YouTube, every, we're the biggest scapegoat out there, baby. Compete, don't complain, dudes. You can complain about us. Why don't you try to compete? Now, moving back to the show. Uh and I, I, I don't care. I let I let all those crazies say whatever they want to in my comments and stuff. It toward the Meester was it was explaining you know why he blocks people on Twitter and does all that stuff with me with Tech Ball with Bitcoin Meister whatever you don't if you're insane crazy and hateful I don't care I let you just spew it all out there it doesn't you know I just ignore I don't I just don't interact with them but I'm not one for the banning. Speaking of banning by the way BTC Benny got kicked off of YouTube. Uh, just like I did. We'll, we'll go over that. And, and Tone did, but then he came back. We'll go over that in a second. Let's let's focus here on Barry Selford here. And, and his grayscale now owns 1.7% of all the Bitcoin out there. In terms of assets under management, as a proportion to the total cryptocurrency market cap, grayscale controls 1.2% of the world's cryptocurrency. Oh my Lord. So... Total coin market cap, uh, market capitalization for cryptocurrency. I don't know what it is. What, 150 billion? I, I don't know what it is. I don't know. 175 billion? I don't know. Barry Silbert's fund, Grayscale, controls 1.2% of that value. And most of his funds uh, are obvious. He's got a big hunk of Bitcoin. He's got some Ethereum there. And Grayscale had a record quarter of inflows. 88% of their $500 million quarter was from institutions. Guess what they're buying? Uh, Bitcoin, 77%. Ethereum, 22%. Everything else, just 1%. The is institutions are here, and they only and the only thing they're buying is Bitcoin and Ethereum. Okay, this is from a, an Ethereum freak wrote that. Uh, yeah, he. they're not really buying. They're buying funds. <laughs> that own Bitcoin and Ethereum. The most popular one by far is the GBTC one, which is just the Bitcoin one. Now, I there are all sorts of reasons why freakazoids out there, they don't buy the real thing. They can use it in their 401k. I've heard it all. I prefer the real thing. But guess what? Guess what? It is that Grayscale keeps on uh, having great quarters like this. Uh, and that it's a good sign. It's a good sign for the space. It's a good sign for Bitcoin. Uh, and it is just amazing. It's amazing how much uh, wealth he controls in, in the cryptocurrency space, in Bitcoin, uh, especially. But in terms of the total, even beyond Bitcoin, he controls a lot there too with, with his large Ethereum holdings and whatnot. So good for Barry Silbert. I, I think... Uh, 
hey man, if people want a product like this, if institutions hedge fund, it's hedge funds apparently. Uh, some people argue that a hedge fund is not an official institution. I'm not going to get into that, uh, but yeah, they they've got a lot of interest. So, but they're not buying the real thing. So, dudes, you can hate on those hedge funds as much as you want to. Compete, don't complain, and just buy yourself the real thing, like those people did at Coinbase. They heard they were getting twelve hundred dollars. Bam. Bought that Bitcoin before they even got the check in the mail. Link to below. Pound that like button. All right. Dollar is the safe haven for some people, okay? Yeah, I mentioned this. Oh, by the way, Bitcoin halving. How could I forget? Use the halving hype hashtag. I see some people are using it on Twitter. Uh, May 12th is in 25 days. Wow. Wow. We've talked about this for four freaking years. And now it's just 25 days away. All right. Now, the CEO of Circle says that uh, there's explosive stable coin demand uh, from everyday businesses. And that uh, a lot of people are buying uh, U.S. dollar coin from him. And it's people want the dollar, Okay. They feel the dollar is a safe haven. It's apparently hard for them to get dollars. So they're buying this, which is the next best thing. And they can send it anywhere. Uh, and he's saying it's not, it's some people just want access to the dollar. It's, I say, if that's their logic, if that's their game plan, well, maybe some of them will stumble upon the fact that they can use this digital dollar to get Bitcoin. When they're valuing their wealth in dollars, in USD coin, uh, maybe they'll uh, stumble upon Bitcoin. Hey, it's good for the cryptocurrency space, I guess. More money is flowing into it. And maybe more articles will be written about it, which will generate more publicity, which will get more people comfortable with Bitcoin. Who knows? I have no problem with it, okay? Now, Nick Carter summed it up very nicely. He said... The events of 2020 will complete the narrative shift from crypto will kill the dollar to crypto will entrench the dollar and kill all weaker sovereign currencies. I think you're on the right track with that one, Nick Carter. I really do. I, I think, uh, that there are people out there in these times of uh, uncertainty, they don't know about Bitcoin, okay? Or they could care less about it. They want dollars, all right? And they want to be able to easily move the dollar around and not deal with banks. So they're somehow finding about, out about these stable coins. And it's just, and the stable coins that are uh, pegged to the dollar, and it's just further cementing in everyone's brain the story that the dollar is the king of all fiat and that's not too good for the weaker sovereign currencies out there that aren't uh they don't have their own digital uh there's no digital rand and there won't be a digital rand i don't think okay in south africa uh or mozambique whatever the heck they had over there what was that thing called i used <laughs> i don't even remember now <laughs> yes i've been to mozambique before it, it's uh 
Yeah, uh, that that's uh, back 2016. Oh yeah, October and November. No, November of 2016. Bitcoin was seven hundred dollars. Lorian Gamaroff and Adam Meister on the streets of Harare and on the in Zimbabwe, and we were in Johannesburg. And of course, we were in uh, Mozambique, in uh, Maputo. Pound that like button. And yeah, baby, I can like braid my hair now. That's what happens when they shut down all the barbers and you can't get back to Baltimore for your barber who's not even open because Hogan's, Hogan's heroes uh, shut it down. Larry Hogan, yep, he's the governor of Maryland. Hogan's heroes. Well, he's a hero to some people. He just... Keeps on doing uh, – they, they got to outdo the other one. Newsom's got to outdo Cuomo. Hogan's got to outdo, uh, outdo Newsom. The, the Botox woman in Michigan's got to outdo uh, Hogan and Newsom. Pound that like button for Botox women <laughs> governors. All right. Now – oh, wait. Let me see here in the chat who is in the chat. All right. We got John's in the chat. Pounded, Roman said. Kiwi bloke would love to be buying Bitcoin, but the police state won't let me work. Dude, New Zealand's a police state now, too. It's a freaking fascist. Beautiful country, though. Had a great time there in 2015. Saw the ball drop when it turned 2016. Keep on speaking up, Kiwi. Keep on speaking up, brother. Brother. All right. That's a little uh, macho man right there, brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, brother. Now, rest in peace, Macho Man Randy Savage. Rest in peace. And uh, what are we talking about? Macho Man. And uh, okay. Speaking of Macho Man, Udi, back in the land of Israel. Oh, he's talking about Libra today because a lot of people are talking about Libra today. Um, what do you have to say about Libra today? <laughs> As expected, Libra is now officially a Venmo clone. Ooh, tough words. At, at launch, no one would be able to build. At launch, no one will be able to build their own Libra wallets or hold their own keys. Only hosted wallet providers will be allowed after acquiring KYC, AML-related regulatory licenses and approval from Libra itself. Yes, you need permission. It's not permissionless. All right. And it's not going to be pegged to a basket of currencies, but we kind of already knew that. That that had leaked out. You had gotten that information on the show before. But I guess it's official now that, hey, it's going to be pegged to the dollar and pegged to the euro, depending where it is, et cetera, et cetera. But, hey, we just heard that people like stable coins anyway. So you know what? I don't give a darn that you can't build a wallet on it. You can't build whatever on it. You need their permission. You got to play in their little ecosystem. I don't care. I think it's great that it's going to be out there. They'll give it out to free for free to all the 80 percenters with the Facebook accounts. And some of them are going to find their way. Hey, man, if they give it to me for free, I'll find a way to turn that thing into Bitcoin. I think there'll be a way. I think they'll, uh, I think that'll be out there. Now, at the same so. You know, great. It's not. It's not what he originally said it was going to be because he wants to, you know, bow at the feet of the regulators to a certain extent. You know, since he's since Zuckerberg is Jewish, he should bow down to no idol. 
So I, I shouldn't say that he's bow. I don't know if he's bowing down. That's an insult. That's because we don't bow down. We do not. Well, you're not supposed to bow down. Yeah, you, you got to admit though. There's there's plenty of people, no matter what religion they are, they're bowing down right now to those false idols out there. But uh, you know this dude. Eh, nope. No, no boot licking here. No bowing down. Say what you believe. People have conviction, brother. Uh, but Zuckerberg, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what the he's he's trying to fit in a little bit, but he will, he's going to be able to print his own money. OK, he's going to be able to do it sort of. And <laughs> but at the same time, you still have one of these hateful congresswomen. I, I don't even know her name from Texas. Uh, I don't know what her name. And she still don't. She still wants Libra to be classified as a security, so they can regulate it up the yin yang. Come on, dude. Do, come on, Democratic Congresswoman from uh, Texas. Aren't you one of the people screaming that it's the end of the world and there's some virus that we're all going to die? If that was the case, why do you care if some dude in Silicon Valley is printing his own money? He's got a security. Obviously, you know the whole virus thing is blown out of proportion. So you want a virtue signal to 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 get on. To hit the big old bad billionaire Zuckerberg, you gotta you gotta smack him around a little, you know. Since you're a complete uh, government hack that's never had a real job and gets, you know, you're just getting welfare for you know being in the Congress and everything. You gotta hate on, so you gotta hate on Zuckerberg to make your constituents happy, to make it look like you're doing something. Okay, I understand what you're doing. I I, I just explained it, but I linked to the Coin Telegraph article if you want to see what this uh, sociopathic congresswoman, even after he gives in and isn't going to do a bundle of uh, cryptocurrency, she's still on the Maxine Waters tip. Okay, you know I haven't even heard Maxine Waters' name lately. That's pretty good. No wonder life's been so pleasant. No, no, no. <laughs> if I hear a name, I don't hear a name. Life is always pleasant, baby. Pound that like button now, because I go outside. You know, it was beautiful. When I was running earlier today, I ran by the dog park, a dog park I had never really run by before because uh, it's right near Poinsettia Park. I, I mentioned that park before, but I never seen the dog park section. And I saw people in the – they weren't social distancing. They were sitting down on a hill with their dogs. And I don't like dogs, but I was so happy to see in, the, in Los Angeles of all places – they were not following the social distancing rules. They were hanging out in the dog park. Defiance, baby. Defi and there, I heard there was a traffic jam on the, on the highway the other day, on one of the highways around here. They call it the freeway here on the West Coast. We call it the highway in Baltimore. Um, but, uh, yeah, they uh, they uh, there was a traffic jam. So many people are, get, are getting back to I don't know what they're doing. They're driving around. That's good. You, you suppose that you're not supposed to do that either. Keep on doing it, people. Defiance, baby. This will we're one day closer to an all-time high. We're one day closer to the lunacy of living under the uh, Maxine Waters fascist uh, regime. Is is that uh, much? It's almost over. All right. Keep on speaking up. And it's funny. I The president gave his recommendations. I think one of them was like the schools should stay closed. Come on. Don't be a C-U-C-K. Kids don't even get this darn thing. The school – shouldn't be closed. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, if you're a teacher who's just been collecting your check because, you know, because the union, you're getting, you, you want to put in your 30 years, you're already a diabetic and everything. Tough luck. Either go to work or uh, 
and you're, you'll obviously be risking your life going to work, I guess, because you, you, you're unhealthy. You put yourself in the, that position in the first place, okay, to put yourself out there. I mean, you, you didn't become a diabetic overnight, dude. You didn't become 300 pounds overnight. I mean, I know you're waiting for your government pension, dude, but if you got to go back to work, you're going to have to make a decision. Maybe you don't you wear a mask around the kids. I don't know. But, okay, I, there, I see no reason for the schools to be closed. I see no reason at all. None at all. All right. We just went on, off on a tangent there. Let's talk about, what is this, Coindesk? Oh, yeah, uh, this one. Start trying to get the Ethereum people angry at the Bitcoin people again. Oh, we've seen this one before. The, the use of the Ethereum network to move value around has shot to record levels. A Wednesday tweet from Ryan Watkins, research analysis at uh, Masari, revealed data showing the total value transferred on the Ethereum network, including Ether and ERC-20 stablecoins, that's very important, now matches that of the Bitcoin network. So we, from the previous articles I've referenced uh, during the show and on other shows, there are a lot of dudes using stable coins right now and they're moving them around. And a lot of it is uh, on the Ethereum network. Okay. So that, that's a lot of value. And if you add up the value of Ethereum moving around and the ERC20 tokens and the stable coins all on the Ethereum network, it apparently matches all of the Bitcoin that's being moved around the Bitcoin network in, in terms of its dollar value. Okay. Okay. But I mean, what's that really mean? I mean, what are those stable coins going to be used for eventually? How, how about that? That's a good question. All those stable coins being, now some of it is just people that value their wealth in dollars, but some of it are freakazoid traders. Now, what are those freakazoid traders going to use that as their stable coins for? Mostly Bitcoin. We, we shall see, won't we? So, okay, that, if you're into like uh, value transferred on chains, and you take into consideration <laughs> not pure Ethereum, then I guess this is a big happy moment for you. If that, if, if that what's rocks your socks, then, then good for you. Now, Zach Vol says, Bitcoin transactions uh, are moving more than 10 times the value of Ethereum transactions with roughly one third of the transaction count. So that completely contradicts what was just said beforehand. You know what? Um, and he he obviously is not taking into account the stable coins when he makes that. Uh, you know, I I I don't give a darn. <laughs> All right. All right. They're not uh it's it's apples and oranges, dudes. They're not supposed to be competing with each other. I'm glad people are using both networks. Okay. How about that? How about that? People are, are definitely using both networks. Some are for, for lots of different reasons, apparently, for lots of different reasons. So good, good. Don't 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 waste your time getting into some Twitter war with your and you know war this this war terminology. Oh, it's so played out, dudes. Come on, it's it's not a war in cryptocurrency, and it's not a war against the virus. So we're going to get to that in a second. Also, by the way, retweet my tweet, um, my defiance tweet when I was outside. That was beautiful. It's linked to below. Nice little video there. Um, and the dudes at Trezor have an update. It's linked to below. Now that's their official update. Link to below. Don't don't fall for some random uh, 
spam email that says, click on this, it'll update your Trezor. No. And one of the things you can update your Trezor to have now is a wipe code option. This thing is freaking awesome. You make up this pin code and you type it in, it erases everything on your Trezor. Now, why the heck would you want to do that? Well, what you'd want to do is wherever you leave your Trezor, if you think it's going to get stolen, and God forbid, don't think it's going to get stolen. But if it is stolen, you have a little piece of paper that's there that says, this is my pin. But it's not really your pin. It's your white code. So if the dude steals your Trezor and he knows what he's doing, he's going, oh, the pin. Time to type in the pin. Time to steal from this dude. Bam! It, er it erases the entire thing. Good option. White code. And some other uh, new uh, features, it's linked to below. All right, so Tone Vase, his channel, he got the same exact email that I got uh, saying, uh, we've taken down your latest video. It, it, it broke the rules. And then a few minutes later, he gets an email that says, hey, we've taken down your entire channel. It broke the rules. We got a complaint from someone. Uh, he went wild on Twitter today. He has more followers than the uh, than the uh, woman in charge of YouTube, apparently. He got their attention, and they uh, reinstated him that quick. Good for Tone. Uh, then later tonight, just before I went live here, BTC's Benny's channel, BTC Sessions, his channel got taken down. So it is clearly the algorithm that is doing this. Uh, they're short on workers over there. They warn people. <laughs> that uh, because they're short on workers, that there might be some mistakes and you might be punished for something you don't deserve to be punished for. So it's uh, algorithms gone wild on YouTube. We knew about this. This is where the big boys play. Compete, don't complain. Have your backups ready. I know BTC Benny was prepared for this. He's on Anchor like I am. He's on other uh, platforms like I am. Um, yeah, so that's that's your latest for the people that uh, – Think uh, that this is that they're they're picking on crypto people. I, I don't. I really don't think they're picking on crypto people. I think there's there's just an algorithm that's uh, it's it's probably affecting other people also. Okay, but besides our, our little bubble, so we'll, we'll see how this is resolved with uh, BTC Benny, how he's going to handle it and everything. Uh, hopefully, he he keeps up the pace uh, like I have. New show every day, baby. All right. And I, I love to see that he is on Anchor like I am, sportsmeister.com. The podcast, baby, The pod, there's a lot of you that love that stuff out there. And uh, I am real happy that I uh, I got into that uh, over a year ago now. I, I, I got on the Anchor in uh, March of uh, 2019. So that, that was a very good, very good decision. Long-term thinking. Pound that like button, people. All right. So let's get into some golden age type of stuff uh, with the uh, – with the virus, and you can retweet that tone tweet that I have linked to below. He, it was it was good. Retweet it. Uh, Yaron Brook points out that we are living in a time with so much information out there, so many information sources. It's not like it's 1987, and you got your ABC and your NBC and your CBS. Okay, no, you've got this amazing tool, the internet. Okay. Yet, we have so many people that just are drooling over their TVs now. It, it's just amazing how people cannot take advantage of this glorious golden age in terms of information. Uh, they get stuck in algorithms. <laughs> even, even when they do, that, that, that's the funny thing. I mean, you live by the algorithm, you die by the algorithm. Okay, so uh, 
there's a lot of people that, that get disappointed when the algorithm gets rid of their follow, their their favorite uh, YouTube channel. But they're the ones blindly following the, the algorithm anyway. That just uh, gets them sent to another to to whatever the algorithm suggests. So if you blindly follow the algorithm and just go to wherever it suggests to go, but then you complain about it, like getting rid of people randomly, well, you're you're worshiping it on one end. <laughs> so don't <laughs> think for if if you actually think for yourself, then yeah, you can complain about the algorithm. You can say this is ludicrous. This algorithm is just whacking people here and there willy nilly. Uh, I it, it's gotten rid of my favorite uh, producers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But don't complain if you're just follow it. Otherwise, when it when it just you listen to its suggestions, but then you say, "Nah, it's it's horrible." At the same time, don't don't worship, don't worship. Think, think. Check out the links below. Don't let the algorithm tell you where to go to next. But at least you're on YouTube. There's so many people out there that are just still just drooling in front of their TV. Okay, so yes. Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> if you if you can take advantage of all the information that is out there, you are so many steps ahead of the people that are just going on pure emotion and watching TV. There are so many people, they watch the TV, they drool in front of it. CNN gets them, makes them happy, makes them angry. They They hear statistics. They don't comprehend statistics or they... They, they are manipulated by false statistics. <laughs> uh, if you guys can control your emotion, uh, can think for yourselves, can understand statistics, don't blindly follow algorithms, you're going to be in great shape out there. You, you are. So try to understand numbers. Some people do not understand numbers at all. Okay. Fitting in is overrated. That, that's another another reminder. So yeah, keep on doing Don't Don't try to make things to worship the algorithm. There's so many, I mean, there's so many producers out there that try to make these. I mean, I, I've mentioned it before. You could tell, I mean, they, they make a, a, the, the, uh, the little, what's a little picture of the, the thumbnail look a certain way. Oh my God. There's such a blindly work trying to fit in just to please the algorithm. Dude, you play with the algorithm. You live by the algorithm. You die by the algorithm. And then you're not prepared. Then you're like, Oh, you do. Why do you do this to me? You start with me, whatever. YouTube did it to me. I'm I, I'm still on YouTube, Iron. Um, now, but I do. I I want BTC Benny to come back. Of course, I wanted Tone to come back. Uh, I, I think it's I think it's ridiculous that the that 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 they've got an algorithm that does this. But we we knew this going into the game. I mean, <laughs> there's no doubt that uh, it, it it will happen again. And it'll continue to happen. That's just the way YouTube set up. Hey. And then people are like, that's why you got to go to other, you got to go to other uh, platforms. You got to go to other platforms. And you know what? We have gone to other platforms. I am on BitChute. And it's just so funny that people are like, yeah, man, other platforms are going to do great. Other, but they don't go to the other platforms. <laughs> you put your stuff on the other platforms, they don't even go. It's only the 20 percenters who explore the other platforms, really. Uh, and again, I, I commend them for not needing fancy sets and graphics that they can they can actually take in podcasts. I mean, that's great. That's great that there are people out there that don't need pictures. And, um, and that's so, uh, uh, I like those dudes. <laughs> Definitely like those, those, are the, the, those are the thinkers of the world. All right. Now, they don't, they, don't need, uh, they don't need little cartoon characters or anything like that. But I like this cartoon character. He's pretty nice. Check out the, check out the piggies.com. All right. Now, 
Yeah, don't be a victim. You're not a slave, people. Get out of that slave mentality. Be proud and loud. In motion, baby. What else do we have here? Uh, yeah, so people are talking about after uh, this uh, lock, these lockdowns, the lockdowns are going to end soon in, uh, I, I, you know, in Texas, I, I would hope by the end of the month. And that'll start some uh, other states to change. And what we're going to get to, though, is there'll be some states still trying to enforce certain rules on businesses. Here's what I have to say, dudes. Okay. Yeah, they're going to people be people that are scared to go to certain businesses because, well, the media has been hysterical and, and been getting and been freaking people out. But government, let the businesses make their own choices. Okay. If people want to go to businesses that are going to wipe their tuchlesses for them, going to make people stand six feet apart, going to make everybody wear masks, going to make them do this, that, and the other, then okay, businesses can do that. Let the let the people decide if they want to go to a place where they wipe your tuchless for you or where you can do what you did before all this happened. Okay. Right? Let, let, let the, the market, let the market decide. Let the market decide. If a restaurant wants to be the old way, let the restaurant be the old way. Okay. I, I know that's easier said than done. <laughs> Some of these states are going to micromanage everything. It is so, so ridiculous. But I'm just throwing it out there now. You know, glorious states like South Dakota that haven't even locked down. They'll let the people, they'll, they'll, they'll let people do with it. They're not going to have force everybody to wipe uh, people's toothlesses for them. Uh, yes. And, uh, and there'll be, hey, so people will still come up with innovations. In the draconian states, people will come up with innovations getting around the draconian rules. I, I know, I, I, I know the human mind. I have confidence in human creation and in this golden age. But hey, you dudes, you government dudes who want to micromanage everything once this all ends, you're stifling the golden age and people will leave your state if there's a better option. We, we, I am looking forward to cities out there saying, we're a free city. You don't need a blood test here. You don't, I mean, because who knows what we're going to get down the road here. You must enter, to enter the state, you must get a blood test. I mean, who, I can only imagine what's around the corner, but I, I keep a positive, uh, positive view that there will be states that are free that will compete against the draconian ones and cities and countries, et cetera, et cetera. And that's where I will be going. That is where I will be hanging once it's all clear. Right now, it's not very clear who's going to take what path and how fast they're going to go down those paths. All right. So there, there are a, a lot of people out there that are still shocked that I go outside so I just want to ask everybody, what do you think is going to happen to you if you go outside? I mean, do you think that some magical virus is going to just come in the air and go down my throat and, and kill me? Or, I mean, do you think that I will be killing people because I might have it and I don't know it and someone might get the virus? I mean, so back before we had this virus, if you're a parent, do you have a kid? And did you ever take your kid to the mall? And was he, you know, not a hundred percent, maybe he was sneezing and stuff. And then, you know, a day later you were like, oh man, I can't believe I took him to the mall. And now he's like got the flu. He's really sick in bed. He's, he's got 103 fever. Did you say like, oh wow, my kid just killed someone because obviously he was spreading the flu at the mall and maybe some 90 year old walked by his, uh, uh, his spit or, or touched something that he touched. I mean, is your kid a murderer? I mean, did you worry about things like that back then? 
Or did you just consider it life? Because that is life. When you go outside, you can catch all sorts of things. Kids spread all sorts of things. Old people, people with compromised immune systems have always been more likely to get all sorts of things that might have killed them. You, you might have sneezed somewhere once and someone who was sick or old might have died because of you. Did, did the government, should the government uh, now keep track of every time you sneeze or just shut down the economy because of you, because you, you killed someone, but you didn't really, ki- you didn't kill anyone. You were living your life. That's what happens. That's part of the risk of going out. You might touch someone's snot. You might walk through somebody's sneeze clown. You've done it before. You've been to the mall. We, we can have malls again. We can go outside again, people. It's uh, all this uh, shaming on social media for going out. I mean, you freaking hypocrites. You went out before. You sent your kids out before. You sent your old people out before. People were sneezing. You've been sick before going to work, touching things. Okay? You didn't, you didn't think through the whole process then. You shouldn't worry about the whole shebang now either, okay? Uh, life is life. There are risks. All right, dudes. Let me see if there are any other questions over there. Remember, this week in Bitcoin, 7 p.m. Baltimore time on Friday. That is tomorrow, 4 p.m. Los Angeles time tomorrow. All righty. We got John. We got Arthur Pugue. At least three more weeks of lockdown in the U.K. announced yesterday by the government. Yeah, I heard that, dude. That's uh, that's unfortunate. But hey, UK, they're going the draconian way. Oh, well, it'll end. John Virtusor said, Adam, please check out the link I send. Very interesting. Why digital scarcity is a one-time phenomenon. Yeah, dude, I, that was my show yesterday. Are you, that, that was, what I, that's what I talked about yesterday. I believe that was yesterday's show. It was either yesterday, two days ago. Yeah, I, that's what I, uh, I I talked about that very thing. Uh, that it's only now it was a few days. It was it was it was in the title. It was in the I think it was in the title of my show. Um, but yeah, that was by uh, my buddy down in Texas. What's his face wrote that? Uh, that it's only it's only once the twenty one million must it must stay at twenty one million. If it were to change, if Bitcoin's Number were the change. That's it. It's gone. There's no more digital. Sk- that that fact that it's at 21 million keeps it very unique and keeps it scarce. And the others can fork off, okay? But they're they don't have that original digital scarcity built into them. What's his name? He's been on my show before in tech in, in Austin. He works for uh, I can't even think of his darn name now. But yeah, John, I I mentioned that article sp- specifically on my my show a couple days ago. Or just check it out. It's uh. It's it's linked to below. I don't I don't even I can I can look right now real quick. What was which which show was that? Hang on a second. You're you're, you're getting a you're getting on on the uh, ground research here. Yeah, dudes. Otherwise, uh, the show is basically over right now. Where is that one? UBI Wyoming uh, stablecoin. There it is. It's from three days ago. The one Bitcoin show. Digital scarcity is a one-time phenomenon. Bitcoin vaults having hype. Etc. So yeah, who who did that? Uh, who wrote that darn article? That's my uh, yeah, Phil. It was Phil Geiger at Unchained Capital, who is who's freaking awesome. Who's uh, I, I'm sorry I couldn't remember Phil's show. It's uh, two in the morning here. All right, dudes. I am Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, check out the links below. Pound that 
like button, bang that bell button. Remember again, this week in Bitcoin is tomorrow, Friday. I will see you all then. And I'll say hi to you dudes in the chat. Bye-bye.